Hello and welcome back to Two Guys Top Fives. I am one of your hosts, Lucas Swanson, and my bestie from another testie, Brandon Winkleman. How's it going? I don't want to do this intro. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of that last night and I wanted to do it. I, I don't want to do that one though. It's it's in stone now. I'm not re-recording, but <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> from now on just so you know <laughs> you get my shot yeah you tanked it you tanked it you really did welcome to episode two everybody um underrated movies that's that's the topic today huh apparently uh we we bought a whiteboard so we won't mess up the list this time we've taken all your criticism into consideration and we're quick gonna, recap we're just, we're just gonna ignore most of them um we're gonna get even louder I believe. Oh yeah, and gonna get all up in all up in our mics. But no, thank you everybody for your criticism. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm glad some of you enjoyed it. If you didn't enjoy it, well, you're not listening to this one. Uh, <laughs> we don't care about you anyway. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but yeah, we got a whiteboard now so that we won't fuck up. Um, <laughs> so I guess the rate two is just gonna take the number one seed now. And yeah, because we it's, just it's just up there. It's number one now because. For Con- some reason, consolation prize. We, we came forgot back, about it. Yeah, came back, was, and Dark Knight Rises just came back. We've listened know. to it at least five times. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand how we. Yeah, because all we did pretty that much up. that whole episode was talk about the raid two. Up until the point when we when decided we had... not to talk about the raid two, <laughs> no longer the three spot. <laughs> no, no, never will be ever again. <laughs> all right. Well. We talked about it last week that we are going to get into our underrated movies. Now, these are just movies that we personally believe are great, but according to just about everyone else and every source available, is not great. As according to, you know, IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, my dad. (laughs) (laughs) My dad has terrible taste in movies. Does he? No, actually, he's got pretty good taste. I was going to say, that's surprising, because you would have shitty taste in movies then. Yeah, he's he's the reason I watched, like... Like, he showed me Sneakers when I was, like, 12. Have you seen Sneakers? I can't believe I have. You can't believe you have, or you don't believe you have? I can't believe it's not butter, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe I have, yes. No, my my parents, they, they showed us, like, basically these kind of movies. The movies that are completely underrated, but are in reality great i mean my my father showed me movies that were just not age appropriate yeah like big trouble in little china my all-time favorite movie <laughs> i saw that when i was probably like five that's a terrifying movie when you're five yeah i, I have night, i had nightmares about the uh, bad guy yeah what's his name i, I uh you know what you put me on the spot now i know i'm sorry and i, I don't mean you're, to... you're gonna make me sound like i don't like the movie but i just can't <laughs> think right now all that matters is Kurt Russell. So yeah. Also, I he showed me the movie uh, Nothing But Trouble. You ever seen Nothing But Trouble? Nothing but With Trouble. Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> no, it sounds awful. Chevy Chase went on vacation, looking to get away. All he got, nothing but trouble. <laughs> it's a bad movie. <laughs> it is really disturbing. Um, Tupac's band is in it. I can't think of their name, but they're in it. There's a point where Dan Aykroyd has like a dick prosthetic on his nose for just a scene, and then it's gone. They're just strangely eating, like, boiled sausages. It's that gross. Is... We should watch it. It's really good. That, I'll watch it. Uh, John sounds... Candy's in it twice. He plays well, two people. Um, Dan Aykroyd's in it a lot. That's unfortunate. I know. I was I was searching to watch a, a movie the other day, and I saw uh, it was called Dr. Detroit, and I've never heard of it, but the, the little thumbnail for it was just Dan Aykroyd in, like, a pimp suit, like, a big blue hat with a feather in it, a red like leisure leisure suit, that and sounds really bad. I was looking at it and I was like, Dan Aykroyd kind of sucks. <laughs> like yeah, he's got he kind of bumblefucked his way into Hollywood. Like he, like I'm trying to think of a Dan Aykroyd movie other than like Trading Spaces. Yeah, but I mean, how much of that is Eddie Murphy? Trading Spaces, Trading Places. I know what you were talking about though. Trading Spaces was the old. It was a like, TLC, TLC show. TLC show where they would they remodel would each houses. other's houses. <laughs> they always looked bad. <laughs> They're gonna love it. No, they won't. <laughs> that. So yeah, trading places, not trading spaces. Yeah. Um. So anyway, what I was trying to get to from there is, I have watched two new movies. Um. Mm. While we've been away, I watched Scott Pilgrim versus the World. You hadn't seen that. Yet? I had not seen Scott Pilgrim versus the World. It's just all right. 
I found it very entertaining, but I think I need to know the source material in order to really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, the co- uh, I'm going to sound like such a pretentious asshole. The comics are better, but well, I, they did an okay job. I don't know how I feel about Michael Sarah as the role, but... I just enjoy, I enjoy Michael Sarah. I do. I do too, but he's a little one note. That's probably why they casted him. Yeah, true. Um, and the other... What, what else did I watch? I watched Drunken Master. Oh, Jackie Chan's Drunken Jackie Master? Jackie Chan's Drunken Master, yeah. Good movie. It was very fun. But the weird thing is, I was watching it on the Roku channel, Uh and so it opens up. I was expecting subtitles. Yeah. And it was dubbed. Really? For the first scene where, like, you know, the dude comes and he, like, fights the four-door fist dude. Yeah. And then it cuts to the next scene, and it's subbed with no dub. And then, like, a minute later, it was dubbed again. Here's the question. Did they dub Jackie Chan with Jackie Chan? No. They should have. Well, yeah, obviously, but the I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to get to the point of they like dubbed two lines worth of dialogue between yeah. two characters, and then they would just go back to subtitles for like twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and then they do a dub for another two lines, and then they go back to the sub. Weird. It was like sub dub sub dub sub dub. It was the weirdest thing. Well, you know, sometimes you just gotta give two people a job. <laughs> <laughs> it did sound like just two people. <laughs> Yeah, fair. I uh, I didn't watch any movies in the last week. Uh, <laughs> I, f- I figured I'd take it upon myself since we're doing this now. Like, maybe just I know, I delve need, into I some start, more movies. I, I've been watching Buffy, dude, and I've got <laughs> two more seasons to go. I also uh, just started the second season of Series of Unfortunate Events yesterday. I had a hard time getting into the first season. Really? Yeah. It's good. I enjoyed it. I just, I, I guess I wasn't ready for the campiness of it. I mean, it's. I, I feel like it's truer to the books than the other. Oh, one then was. yeah, for sure. I don't know, but I'm definitely not one of those people that is like, well, the book's better, and it's not like the book. Like I understand and I appreciate when. Oh yes. A creative person takes someone's property and kind of tries to make it their own. Can I say real quick though, the guy who plays Roger Dupree's secretary in the producers is in oh. the first two episodes of season two. As the principal of the reform school. So you're going to have to watch it. Well, yeah. Roger. <laughs> Roger, we're not <laughs> alone. Yes. <laughs> I'm That's not going to do that whole thing. Some quality audio. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been watching those. Haven't had a chance to sit down and watch a movie, but next week I'll probably have watched one. <laughs> In fact, uh, we talked about maybe going seeing A Quiet Place in theaters. Yes. Because that's should. getting really good buzz, and I was interested in it beforehand. So Since we're talking about movies that are just now coming out or aren't out yet, Upgrade? That trailer? Yes. Oh. I watched that. I It came on as an ad talk on about, We YouTube. just talked about fight scenes and that fight yeah. scene. It looks good. <laughs> um, if you guys haven't seen it, go watch the trailer for Upgrade. It is some sci-fi revenge porn bullshit that I am all about. <laughs> it's it's definitely not going to be like a good movie, It'll but be, it is going to be entertaining. It's a as little hell. John Wicky. Like, did you get that feeling? A little. Like, it's like John Wick. John Wick. Yeah, it's like John Wick, but with like futuristic like bio weapons. Yeah, minus the dog. There might be a dog. We we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> So anyway, we should get this started since we've been. Well, I was going to say on that long. We can keep talking. About it. <laughs> I was going to say this is a very generalized topic. Um, you know, underrated. Like what is considered underrated. So I figured we could easily talk about some movies that didn't make the list, but mm-hmm. we contemplated and like why we didn't yes. put them on the I list. I think we definitely could because I have a few that I looked. I wrote up and were like, I wrote a bunch down because I had to go through I, them. Steel Trap. That's what that is. <laughs> Can't remember words, but I remember movies. Uh, yeah, so, like, there were a few that actually really surprised me when I looked them up. I, you know, mm-hmm. they, had, yeah, that's, they that's... had way better scores than I thought they would. Right? And I'm like, I thought people fucking hated that movie. And then you look at, like, how much it made. Like, and... uh, for example, Looper. Looper. Looper was one of my first thoughts. Like, I really enjoyed Looper. Yeah. And from whatever I remember, people were like, eh. It's got pretty decent scores. I think critics liked it, but people didn't because like they just thought too much into the whole time travel aspect. True, but it still made like a good amount of money. Oh yeah, it made a lot of money. So like that's why I didn't keep it on the thing. That's why it's an honorable mention. Okay. That's yeah, I actually now that you say Looper that I would have thought the same thing of mm-hmm. like cuz everyone I talk to about it, they don't like it other than, you know, my brother. My brother loves that movie. Um one that came to my mind almost immediately was Apocalypto. 
the Mel Gibson directed one. That movie one. is long. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. But yeah, I, I, I get what you're and, saying. And uh, I look it up. It's got great reviews. It made a buttload of money. And I thought for sure no one... But, but like, not a lot of people have seen it. At least the people that I talk to, they've never True. heard of it. Uh, I'm on the flip side. I did not like that movie. You didn't like Apocalypto. It, was, it had a lot of good parts to it, but in whole, it suffers from the Mel Gibson sort of... Torture porn? I, I wouldn't even say the torture porn aspect... But it's also just really drawn out. I can see that. Mel Gibson has a tendency to just... Real quick, for those of you that don't know what on. Apocalypto is, um, it's a Mayan-themed movie? I don't know. What do you call it? Like Mayan... It's basically the a dude... A, I wouldn't say themed, but it takes place in... Like ancient Mayan. Central America back before the Spaniards in like a Mayan civilization. That was the other problem I had with it. It's a little colorblind. What's Mel Gibson? Yeah. Well, don't let him direct anything that's not about white people, is all. But it's basically just a, a run. The run. No. No. Swanee? I know. Look at me. I know. No. No. We're not no. doing it. We're not doing it. Never again. It's a it's a it's a chase movie. Because yes. that's, that's no, like the majority is, of Apocalypto is, is... Short summary, this guy escapes from... Well, he's his tribe is captured by the main bad guys, essentially. Then, But they're kind of like hunted. Well, they're they're sacrificed. Yeah. Because that's what, you know, Mayans that's did, what the Mayans apparently. Did, yeah. And he escapes, and it's about them, like, chasing him through the Amazon jungle. Actually, you know what the real reason I didn't get into that movie is? Because there's a certain point where one of the other guys gets, like, bitten by a snake or some shit... And the guy, like, the words that the guy says is like, you're fucked. I doubt mine said that. Oh, <laughs> That yeah. threw me out so hard. Yeah, you're right. That I, is... think, I think that's where I, I kind of got off the, the uh, Apocalypto train. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we've talked enough of, of, about Apocalypto. Probably. Do <laughs> you have any other ones that you would like to bring up? Uh, no. Okay. I have, a, I have a big list. I'll just, like, rattle them off real quick and see if you... Agree or disagree? Agree or disagree. Let's do um, it. So I have Rain Over Me. Haven't seen it. Rain Over Me is with Adam Sandler actually That's... doing like a real acting gig. Okay. And he kills it. He does really, really well. And I think that I thought of this one because no one's really seen it, but it's got pretty good reviews, made a decent amount of money. So <laughs> apparently not underrated, but not a lot of people have seen it. I have a new one now. Don't mess with the Zohan. You like Don't mess with the <laughs> oh, Zohan? I, I saw it in theaters, but I did not like it. <laughs> Why do we give these shit movies money? Because uh, we had people with bad taste as friends when we were younger. That's a good point. I shouldn't say that everybody's entitled to their own opinion. The Core is a terrible movie. The Core <laughs> is a terrible movie. Anyway, uh, keep going. Okay. Um, Chronicle. I thought Chronicle got... was uh, Do you remember that one? Chronicle. Chronicle. With... It's It was somewhat recent. It, Michael B. Jordan is in it. Um, the dude from Valerian. Um, basically it's about three guys in high school and it's shot found footage style mm-hmm. and they find this like um, asteroid that hit and they oh, get powers yeah, 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 from yeah, yeah, yeah. it I think you showed me the trailer of that I did not see it it's really good I really like it um, turns out it made good money uh, and mm-hmm. good ratings oh. um, Hellboy 2 love that movie but I also am a huge Mike McNola fan, so Mike mm. McNola is the guy who created Hellboy. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So I just, I like Hellboy. Just in a general sense? Yeah. But I, I think Hellboy, I thought Hellboy 2 was a very underseen movie once again. I do too. Um, but, and it was it was kind of eaten up at the box office because there were, there were other movies, I forgot what they were, but like one of the newer super movie, superhero movies came out at that time. Was it the one Superman movie that I keep thinking didn't exist but did man of steel is man of steel the one the Zack snyder one no the one before that that oh superman returns yeah i for some reason thought it was a fever dream i had once where <laughs> it might as well have been <laughs> I, for the life of me could not remember it all right uh galaxy quest i didn't think that was underrated everybody see, loves galaxy quest but like i thought most people that i talked to haven't seen it really yeah well, go see galaxy quest. yeah galaxy quest it's is like one of my favorites tim allen movie toy story bro i don't count that santa as a... claus i do not... santa claus 2 okay santa first claus of all christmas episode is a different episode 
Second of all, wait, did I say first of all or second of all? Second of all, <laughs> Toy Story is not a Tim Allen movie. That's true. It is a Tom Hanks. Third movie. of all, he can bite my ass. <laughs> he hates millennials. Um, you're gonna not approve of this one. I love this movie, High Fidelity. You made me watch that movie five times. Every time it's on, I will watch it. That was one of you my favorite You made me watch movies. that movie five times. I didn't make you watch anything. I never make you watch I wasn't going to sit by myself. (laughs) The first two viewings, I was like, cool, I can get down with this movie. By the fifth, I'm like, this movie fucking sucks. I hate this fucking movie. Get it out of my face. I love it. I know you do. The Mist. I love The Mist. I love The Mist as well. Underseen, slightly underrated from what I saw. Mm -hmm. Like, ratings-wise, like, it could have been higher, could have made some more money, but it didn't. Um, Moon? Haven't seen it. See, that's why I put it on. It's very underseen. It's on Netflix right now. It's Sam Rockwell, um, and he's a miner on the moon. And basically, he works for this company where they sign like three-year contracts where they go live up on the moon for three years and mine. Mm-hmm. And he starts like hallucinating, and he doesn't really know what's real. And another Sam Rockwell character ends up showing up and he doesn't know if he's real or like what's going on. Hmm. It's really, really cool. It's a super indie film. It sounds fun. It sounds a little Total Recall-y. Less out there. Less it's, Arnold, more... Yeah, it's the... much It's much more toned down. Okay, cool. Um, in that I, sense. I did just think of another one. Hmm. Um, can't think of the name of the movie. Uh, about the prison in space. Oh, uh, Lockdown. Lockdown. Lockdown is a very good movie. That's fun. That's a fun one. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming That's, underrated because oh yeah, it was it's, it's probably a, it was really low ratings. budget, but yeah. it was a lot of fun with that one. Yes. I lied. There's one more because this one I really really need to get into. Okay. Because it is very very underseen. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. Warrior. Warrior is rated very very well on all of the yeah, yeah. critic sites, but it lost money at the box office. And I talk to most people, and they have no idea what I'm talking about when I say when I talk about Warrior. Yeah. And Warrior is another Tom Hardy movie where he does a phenomenal job. Nick Nolte was nominated for an Oscar for this movie for Best Supporting Actor. Weird. And basically it's just about two brothers who had a shit childhood and they're both training to get into an MMA tournament. And it's amazing. It's super, super good. All right, I'm done with my honorable mentions. We'll probably cut some of them out. What if we just do our overrateds right now? (laughs) Yeah, gun through them. Pulp Fiction. Yep, overrated. Yeah, we said it. Pulp Fiction is an overrated movie. The Breakfast Club. I kind of fuck you. With that one. Overrated. I know. I know. <laughs> There's no point to that movie. Uncle Bucks exists. You should not watch any other movie but <laughs> other than Uncle Buck. <laughs> um, any Marvel movie. Now hold up. I know. There's a couple that are good. <laughs> There's some good ones. Yeah. The Avengers series overrated. Oh, awful, awful, awful. I'm gonna movies. say that right off the bat. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy though, the original, yeah. really, really like that. I didn't really like the second one. I have not seen it yet. I mean, Kurt Russell's in it, but that's like the only plus side. Did you see Ragnarok? No, I heard it's good. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Plus, uh, I didn't even check what we do in the shadows. Oh, my I don't think that's underrated. Though. Check that real quick. Well, I'm gonna let's run into that real quick. What we do in the shadows is it's so good. Essentially, um, it is like a documentary about three vampires that live in Australia with uh, New Zealand. It's the same fucking place. It's not. This here is America. <laughs> it is not. They live in New Zealand. Uh, it's with um, Jerome from... Jermaine Clement. Jermaine. Why did I say Jerome? I don't know. Bree. Bree. Uh, Jermaine. J- Jermaine from Flight of the Concords. Um, Murray's in it too. He is, yeah. As a um, werewolf. So um, that's Reese Darby. Uh, Takai Watiti, who is actually the director of, of Thor, Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok. Which is why I brought it up. Uh, he's phenomenal in it. And then also, who plays the other vampire? Uh, that guy, I mean, he's not even, like, accredited here. Um, oh, that's Nick, sorry. Yeah. Um, What's his name? Johnny Brew. Don't know him. But, great job. Um, and they, they all live in, like, essentially a haunted house in New Zealand. Yeah, it's and just the They're just roommates. Well, no, it's the four of them. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because there's also, also the vampire Peter. that's, like, Peter. Peter, Peter is essentially <laughs> Nosferatu. So, like, he's just fanged and, like, eh, like <laughs> just a nightmare they all look like normal people yeah. and they go down to his like stone tomb bedroom that he has because he's just in the basement in, a, in like a sarcophagus Peter, i brought you a breakfast Peter is, peter's over three thousand years old he, he does not have to be he doesn't have to come to the flat meetings 
<laughs> also, thank you for making that fucking spike just like we did with 30 Days of Night. <laughs> We're sorry. We'll We're fix learning. It. You said that about three, 30 Days of Night, Spike. I fixed it. You did not. You edited it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> All um, right, next, next underrated. So No, overrated. Yeah, sure. Okay. I hate myself for this. Hmm. I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash for it. Dunkirk. Did you see Dunkirk? I did not see it. I wanted to, but I did not see it. It's a. I love Christopher Nolan. He's my favorite director. Love Tom Hardy. Love Tom Hardy. I love every like everything in it, and the, it's very well done. It's very beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of tension. I didn't get it. It, there was I didn't see any plot. I didn't see. Well, I didn't do, you know, get, do you know the story of Dunkirk? Right? I know the story of Dunkirk, but like I couldn't name a I, I couldn't name a character from that movie. I couldn't even name Tom Hardy's character. I mean, granted, they're all just nameless British soldiers. So, but like, I just I I guess maybe I went in with super high expectations. Yeah. Um, and came out very underwhelmed, and like to the point where I I like got angry. As to how un- underwhelmed I, I was, because I wanted that movie to be so good, and it just it just wasn't mm-hmm. for me at least. And did you see it in theaters? I didn't. Apparently, that adds a lot yeah, to it. That's that's um, what my brother told me is that you have to see it in theaters. But so maybe with a better sound system, and it's just I mean, we have a great sound system here. Yeah, but I mean, it's not surround, but it's good. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I, disagree on that one. Just because I haven't seen it. Just because you haven't seen it. Yeah, I can't make my opinions on that. I'm just it it, it frustrates me that I have to admit that and probably make a lot of people angry any fast and furious movie oh god yes way overrated and i bet you they actually have like decent ratings from like critics and shit. oh i'm sure they do why does why do they I, like they keep making those movies because it makes that money bro keep making i got money. that money bro i got that money you, you ain't got, got no money, money. i got that money, money bro. you ain't got no money <laughs> yeah it's the money man the money man i guess one more we'll call that five because <laughs> <laughs> Because I really don't feel like doing an overrated one because that's just going to be us bitching and complaining. Yeah, and... So to get this out of the way, we'll just do that. If, I mean, if that works for you, we can do. We can actually go into depth and do an overrated one if you want. But if you actually want it, but I don't want we've it. already given you the five that we're going to pick, and we you probably don't four. like that. Okay, well, let's hear one more. Frozen. <laughs> I'm, I, that was not a joke. That was I, just... <laughs> no, I understand. I just, I don't think it's... The only reason it won an Oscar is because nobody watches fucking animated movies. Okay. I went to school for animation. <laughs> I'm going to bitch complain about this all I fucking want. When people who decide the Oscars are sent animated movies, they do not watch them. They go with the ones that say Disney. That is a true fact. What was I doing? I don't know. I'm looking up Frozen. That's what I'm doing. You're killing me, Smalls. Sandlot overrated. Really? You don't like No, this? I'm just kidding. I <laughs> love the Sandlot. Get the fuck out of your own house. <laughs> Let's see here. Frozen. 7.5 on IMDb. Yeah. 62% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not as good as I thought it was. Yeah, but I thought it would be higher. Um, maybe it's because every parent's been forced to watch it 500 times. And yeah, they... and they're just like, I'm done with this. I don't know if that's like a, a fitting one for... Uh, maybe if we look at Mad Max Fury Road is really highly rated. We could knock that down a peg. I love that movie. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it would you know, tickle a, an anger bone in your body. Nah. I don't get angry. I get even. <laughs> What shitty movie is that? I don't know. Just something stupid. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring is... Or, I'm sorry. Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King is seventh in top movies of all time. I don't like the Lord of the Rings series. I I mean, they're fine, but... They're just... I don't know. I'm a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Wow. All three of the movies are in the top 20 of the greatest movies of all time. Kevin Smith movies. Just in a general sense? A little overrated. What? About, I mean, Clerks? I like Clerks, but I think past Clerks is just sort of like... Well, you see, I don't think they're highly rated. I think they just have a cult following. I, admit, I, don't, it. I don't think... I disagree. <laughs> City of God. Have you seen City of God? No, I have not. Everyone and their mother was like, you got to see City of God. My brother was just like jerking off on it. And I finally watched it. And I don't know, maybe it was just brought up to me too heavily and mm-hmm. i had too high of expectations for it because it's rated the 20th greatest movie of all time and yeah i just thought it was like meh you know i didn't really care yeah that's fair 
Yeah, we went a little long on that, but <laughs> we should get started. I went first last time. You go first now. Okay. So kicking off these here, I'm going to start with a... I honestly put this one in as kind of more of a filler because I had a hard time finding something that I thought was like underrated. and mm-hmm. But I also wanted to have a little bit of like that childhood aspect. I went with a Disney movie, Atlantis, The Lost Empire. It's rated pretty low. Yeah, it is. I love that one. It's, I, it's one of my favorites. Once again, Mike Mignola. Yeah, and like the animation style is super cool. The concepts behind it are really cool. The visuals are amazing for a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel like a Disney movie well, when you're yeah, watching exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, one of the problems is it um, it didn't do so well in the box office because it came out the same time that Road to El Dorado did. I mean, it did okay at but the box office. They were trying to do the same story as Road to El Dorado of the oh. two men that become are seen as gods. And then Rodel Dorado came out and they were like, well, fuck, that was our project. So they scrapped the whole thing oh. and it became Atlantis. Okay. Yeah. I, I recently looked this up like before we even really? started doing this. Yeah. Huh. So that's, that's that story. That's fun. Yeah. Cause I've, I, w- I looked into El Dorado as well. And, you know, I like that one. I think it's fun, and yeah, that one is underrated. Time, but it's not a Disney movie. Either. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was that was my number five, simply because it's got Rotten Tomato score of 59%. I thought that was That's criminally low. low. No. IMDb gave it a 6.8, which, you know, maybe a little low, but, you know, I think it's a good... A, that's a fair IMDb rating. Mm-hmm. And its budget was 120, $120 million, grossed $186 million. So, it, I mean, for a Disney movie, that's nothing. I'm gonna be honest, dude. I do not have budgets for all of that. I know, I did. Okay, I just, I went, I went I a little wanted, too deep in. I wanted mine. to give you fair warning on that because I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna look like the fucking slacker now because I didn't do all the research that I had well, to do. If you just Google the title of the movie, it gives you all this information. <laughs> I know, but I was just, I was actually just going through IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. I wasn't just googling it. Oh, I was yeah. just there, and I was like, okay, what about this one? That's I was doing that, and then I started googling things that I couldn't find the yeah. answer for. But okay, so yeah, my number five, Atlantis. What's your number five? My number five, I talked to you about already. In Bruges. That's a phenomenal movie. In Bruges, I put on there... Okay, first things first, it is not a poorly rated movie. It's got a 7.9. That's a, good um, rate. That's a, that's a fair rating. I'd say bad rating is like 7 and below. I would I would push it to like a 6.5. 6.5? I think that's like... Because I, I see a 7 and I'm like, okay, that's an above average movie. Yeah, and I mean it had an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a, it's a phenomenal movie. Mm-hmm. I really love the movie. But it only made seven point seven six million. Yeah, so like nobody saw it. I mean, mm-hmm. I recommend seeing in Bruges uh, a short synopsis of it. I guess two hitmen are they for like a English yeah. mob boss are sent to Bruges to wait orders from their mob boss uh, with Colin Farrell as the lead, mm-hmm. and it is just. A phenomenal time. It's really the darkest comedy that ever. It is dark so comedy. dark, and it's just beautifully shot. There's so much like weird dark fantasy imagery because like Bruges itself as a city is just this gorgeous fairy tale land, and they touch on that throughout the movie. But it's it's a phenomenal movie. Mm-hmm. You should definitely if you, watch it. If you are offended easily, do not watch that movie. Oh, it's it's raunchy. It uses just about every non PC word in the book. Yes, very much so. But. Also, I mean, Colin Farrell gets to actually use his, you know, accent, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate because I love his accent, and they never let him use it. It's always an American accent. Yeah. So, in Bruges, you're number five. That's a good pick. That's going to be... That's probably going to be up there because that is a really, really... Well, underrated, maybe not. Underseen, for sure. Yes. Yeah. That, that's why I was hesitant to put it on the list, but I thought, you know, mm-hmm. I like that movie, and I want to yeah. talk about it. It's it's worth talking about, it for sure. It's a very fun movie. Um. I'm going with my number four. Probably should have put it at number five because it's not a good movie. I just find it's very entertaining. Smoke and Aces. That's a good pick. <laughs> Smoke and Aces is one of the most fun movies ever. It's it's basically just about this dude named Aces who's basically like a drug lord at this point, right? He's he, a magician slash drug lord. He's just a magician, but he's a witness. Oh, he's a that's witness what it is. That he, he's basically the only person who can bring down this crime boss. Mm-hmm. So the crime boss puts a hit out on his head, and it's about these sets of would-be assassins, I yeah. call them. There's only, like, two people who are actual, like, like assassins. Like, legit assassins. And the psychopath. Yeah. Who basically are like, okay, this is the guy. He's in this hotel room. We're all going to go get him. But he's heavily guarded, and mm-hmm. he's 
in this hotel room losing his mind. This is the first movie where I actually started to take Ryan Reynolds seriously. Yeah, his that, act, the final scene of this movie mm-hmm. is that's what makes the movie so fucking heavy. If you can't handle like the gore fest that is this Common's movie, Common's in it too. He is. Yeah, Common might be a common factor. Common might be a common <laughs> factor, but I'm saying um, in movies that I like because he's in the John Wick movie or mm-hmm. John Wick Two, I should say. But uh, yeah, if you can't get through the like, the gore fest, you have to, to to see Ryan Reynolds' performance at the end. It is, it is amazing. So good, and it is a fun movie. Aside from the scene with the kid that pops a boner, yeah, that's really weird. But it it's gets extremely really entertaining. <laughs> but that character's arc is phenomenal. I love yep. that character's arc. It, see, see, smoke and aces. It's phenomenal. I don't know anything about the second one. Don't see it. Yeah, that one was a straight to DVD garbage heap. Uh, real quick, IMDb rating six point seven. Um, Rotten Tomato score twenty nine percent. Yeah, it's criminal, isn't it? It is. That is super low it is a much better movie than that all right i'm done whining <laughs> all right so i had a little adam sandler flick click Ooh. what I, is this one rated this one is rated at 6.4 on imdb 33 percent on rotten Tomatoes. really yes now if you go into click as a comedy it is not a good movie but if you look at it as a dark comedy with heavy drama tones, mm-hmm. it is phenomenal. Yep. I don't think I've ever watched that movie and not cried. It's it, it pulls at your heartstrings. It does at the end, and it teaches you like a valuable lesson about life and how to live life. Yeah. Uh, synopsis to click real quick. Yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler's character, you know, is a architect, I believe, and he's just yeah. constantly busy with being an architect, and he has two kids and a wife, and he's constantly busy, and he goes into a Bed Bath and Beyond and meets. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Who gives him a magical remote, which allows him to essentially control time and space. Mm -hmm. And he starts abusing it. And once it has a preset, it continues that preset. So So things spiral out of control. He fast-forwards his sickness. So then... Anytime he gets hurt, it fast-forwards in time. Or it's... It's really bizarre, but I think it's handled really well as far as, like... I think if they the aspects of him being a father and like this guy who's just trying to find time for things, but mm-hmm. you know, like I think if it was if it was promoted as not a comedy and actually made as not a comedy, mm-hmm. that would have been a really really good movie. Like make it more of like a sci-fi drama basically. Yeah. I think it would have made a bigger splash than it did because I everyone so went too. in. Like I said, I I don't I can't watch that movie without crying at the end. Yeah. Like it gets so heavy so quick just mm-hmm. because like he loses control of everything and yep. basically loses everything. Yep. And his life only ends up being a few hours long essentially. Yeah. Because he his life is the span things. of that movie. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. If you look at it outside of the Adam Sandler <laughs> have a piece of pie comedy. <laughs> it's a phenomenal movie. But if you look at it like an Adam Sandler comedy, it's a shitty Adam Sandler comedy. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, like, what what is going on with Adam Sandler? Like, he used to be... I used to want to go out and see all of his movies, and then... Let me tell you a little something called money. I understand. Netflix gave him that deal, yeah. and now he just has to pump them out. Yeah. But, like, have you seen Punch Drunk Love? Yes. You got Punch Drunk Love, Brain Over Me, you haven't seen that, I have. Dude can act. He can. He's just And a click, you know? Like, he can pull out that, like... That serious tone, he can pull out the tears, he can pull out the empathy. I don't know why he keeps just pumping out this garbage when he has that range and he has that talent. Because garbage pays the bills. That's true. All right, click. Very. I would say that is very underrated. Yes, agreed. Agreed, agreed, agreed. All right, number three. Coming in at my number three. MacGruber. I didn't even think about MacGruber because I love that movie so much. I'm like, there's no way in hell this is an underrated movie. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's first of all, lost money at the box office. Of course, IMDb score five point five. Fuck them. And Rotten Tomato score forty seven percent. Still very very low for that movie. Better than Smoke and Aces. Better though. than Smoke and Aces. Yes. But if you haven't seen MacGruber, it is based on an SNL skit. It is the greatest the SNL, movie. The SNL skit is literally just a basically rip on MacGyver that lasts maybe 30 seconds. Yeah, well, he's just defusing bombs. Like, his whole thing is that he makes, like, homemade explosives and he's 
a bomb expert, but he's also incompetent <laughs> but, and racist and like yeah, because an in, idiot in the SNL skits, the bomb always detonates. Like it, ne- he never diffuses the bomb. He's it always, always trying. He's always trying to like solve a in-world issue of like <laughs> he needs sensitivity training or like he's found out to, that he's racist. Yeah, is <laughs> but MacGruber the movie first of all has uh val kilmer val kilmer as as, as the bad guy cunt. as cunt. I'm gonna pound some cunt. pound some cunt you keep saying that <laughs> <laughs> i want to get at least three throat rips in here all right going for a turkey <laughs> <laughs> so it is the most Ooh, i shot a barrel <laughs> nice try it for a person next time okay. <laughs> that is it is like when I, people ask me, what do you think the funniest movie ever is? That one comes to mind. It for does. Me. I love that movie so much. And it is obviously a very niche comedy. It is. Like if you're not into that kind of comedy, you're gonna hate it. You're so not much worth get a it. watch, though. Oh my! If it's... you're into the stupid shit that we're into, though, you're gonna love it. <laughs> it is amazing. Kristen Wiig is in it. Kristen Wiig, um, Val Kilmer, uh, Will Forte plays MacGruber. Who's the pretty guy? I don't know his name, but he's in a bunch of stuff. All right, his name is Ryan Felipe. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything that he would be recognizable for for the rest of you guys. And uh, yeah, it's not, it's not coming up. Unless, no, nothing noteworthy? Nothing noteworthy. Hmm, that's too bad. He's a pretty good actor. Yeah, I like him in that movie a lot. Um, but yeah, MacGruber, one of, if not the funniest movie that I've seen. <laughs> so yeah, that is my number three. Three. All right. Well, coming in my number three, we've been thinking alike. Uh, Atlantis. So we're really? not going to talk about. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that anymore. Except for I love Mike Mignola. Um, it's a phenomenal movie. It really it's, is. And like, I I just wanted to put an animated movie in. That's what yeah. I wanted to do for this list. And yeah. so I just looked up like it, it underrated a, animated. It was honestly movies. one of the first things that popped into my head. Was really? Atlantis. Yeah. I had and, it at the one seed for a little while. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I found something better. Because I I put. Like, when I typed in underrated animated movies, I immediately saw Atlantis, and I was like, that's uh-huh. underrated? Yeah. And I had to go in, and I oh, looked yeah, people, at, like... people really dislike it, and I do not know why. Honestly, I thought we might have, like, one or two crossovers. I did not think Atlantis was going to be the one. Right? Weird. That is weird. All right, well, all right, we'll, we'll move forward to number two for me, Airheads. Mm, good movie. With So, Adam Sandler, at least we, we got a little technical crossover there. Um, but, yeah, uh, Airheads is a movie about Brendan Fraser, Adam Sandler, and Steve Buscemi are a garage band trying to get signed, and all they really want is radio play. So they go to a radio station and kind of, like, break in. And hold everybody hostage. which With fake toy guns. Yeah. But, like, the people don't know that they're fake. And it turns into this huge thing, and they, like, get this, like, riot to start outside, and they're trying to figure out how to just basically get their song played on the radio but it's 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 a really fun movie it's fun and it's actually also adam sandler's part is not very big yep he plays steve buscemi's like little brother yeah so he's constantly getting like shot down by steve buscemi what's it sitting at imdb wise imdb 6.1 okay so fair rotten tomato score are you ready for this yeah sure 21 percent fuck you that is so wrong. It is. That, like, and it... Really? 21%? 21%. Mm, no. And box office, Yeah. its budget was $11 million. Yep. It grossed $5.8 million. So it lost money. Huh. I don't know how that movie has been gone, has gone under the wraps like this for so long. And people I talked to today still don't really know what Airheads is. I didn't know about Airheads until you showed it to me. Yeah, and... I, I love that movie. That's, it's, that's, it's a lot of fun. That's another one that my parents just were like, you'd like this, even though there's a lot of adult themes in it. Yeah. Yes, there is. <laughs> Chester Ogilvy. <laughs> good um, pick, though. Very yeah, so pick. that is my number two, Airheads. My number two, once again, we're crossing streams here, Smoking Aces. Really? I put it up much higher because of Ryan Reynolds' phenomenal acting at the end of it. Yep. It's just... I debated putting it higher. It is a scene that needs to be seen. Mm-hmm. Like... It is so good, and it would. And if you think about it, so Ryan Reynolds was like, you know, just the stereotypical rom com pretty boy, mm-hmm. and then he did Smoke and Aces, and then he started getting these bigger roles and these actual acting roles and these like starring roles. And I think that scene has a big part. I, in I that. also do too. It's a f- 
probably the best scene in the movie. Oh, easily the best scene in the movie, I would say. Um, it's great. Great, great movie. Yeah. Wow. I, once again, didn't think... Actually, I had an inkling that maybe Smoke and Aces might be a crossover. Yeah. But when you kicked it off with In Bruges, I was like, never mind, it's not going to be there. Because there's really? no way... You thought it would be... I thought that you would have In Bruges a lot higher. I know you like In Bruges quite a bit. I put it at the five spot because it's well-rated. Okay. okay. That's why. I see. All right, Smoke and Aces. Wow. Two crossovers. I know. We're doing good. You know what? I have, a, I have an inkling that our number one might be a crossover. Okay, go for it. My number one is a movie called Lucky Number Slevin. You're wrong. We're not a, we're not, we're not a crossover? Not a crossover, but I agree with you. Lucky Number Slevin is a... I, is it really that underrated? Okay, so it's not rated horribly. Mm-hmm. IMDb, it's a 7.8. It's a decent rating. So it's underseen. It's underseen, but Rotten Tomatoes, 51%. Really? Yes. Mm. And that is criminally low like i've i've said that for a couple of these but that is just insanely low in my opinion yeah and and nobody has seen lucky number 11 um and it is one of my favorite movies it's so good and it's got it's got the 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 star power in it too morgan freeman ben kingsley um josh hartnett uh um what's her name lucy lou is in it uh yeah also um Die Hard. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, thank you. Why could like, we not think of Bruce Willis's name? We got everyone else. We got yeah. Lucy Liu before we got Bruce Willis. We got the guy from uh, 30 Days and 30 Nights. <laughs> Josh Hartnett, man. Yeah. I don't know his name. <laughs> I guess I like Josh Hartnett a little bit more than you. I guess you do. But yeah, lucky number 11. I just, really? It is a little higher rated, but I think just because of the fact that it hasn't been seen and that 51% is just wrong. Yeah, just flat out wrong. It's criminal, and that is why it takes the number one spot for me. And it's my favorite out of all all these on the list. On top of it, yeah. So that's why it takes the top spot. Do you want to give a synopsis of it, or are you just going to talk about how great it is? Sure, let's give a synopsis of it. Um, Basically, the movie starts with this guy named Slevin. Um, He is house sitting for his friend, and his neighbor Lucy Lou comes in, and basically. How do you describe this movie? Okay, so he's house-sitting for this guy, and then these two thugs come up to the door, and they take him to a mob boss. And it's basically a mistaken identity thing, where they think he is this guy who lives at that house that he's house-sitting for, and so they think that he owes them, like, a million dollars or something like that. It's an absurd amount of money. And then the rival mob boss Mm -hmm. does the same thing, and... Basically, both the mob bosses yeah. convince him that he needs to kill one or one of the others, um, like son, basically. Yes. And so it's the story of him trying to figure out what to do. Yes. It's really, really good. You need to watch it. And yeah, that's basically all I can really say without like going it's into anything. It's a bit of a mind fuck. Yeah, it is. It gets it gets heavy real quick. It's it's good though. Yeah. So that's my number one. Um, it is a little too highly rated, I think, for the list, but I just I, had, to, good, I had to bring it I up. Know, it's a good if anything, that should be lower because of, and Airhead should probably take the number one spot. True. Are you ready for mine? I think so. Let's do this. Joe, motherfucking dirt. Is it underrated? What is it rated? My man. I didn't even look it up because I assumed it was... It's sitting at a 5.9 what? on IMDb. I just did a Joe Dirt quote to react to that. <laughs> Say, what? What? <laughs> 11% what? on Rotten Tomatoes. No. Granted, it is a really shitty movie. <laughs> but it's just so innocent in a way. Aside from the scene where the dog gets its balls stuck to the porch. <laughs> it is just like a really heartwarming like loser story. Because if you guys haven't seen Joe Dirt, which I don't know how that's possible since it was run seven times a day in Comedy Central while we were growing up. <laughs> definitely uh, not the underseen portion of the underrated. No, no, it's definitely been seen. Everybody has seen uh, Joe Dirt. But it's uh, it's a movie about a loser who like got ditched at the Grand Canyon by his parents when he was young. Mm-hmm. And he's just been trying to find them. And he ends up talking to a bunch of radio show hosts about his journey and all the stupid shit he went through just to find like try to find his parents and it's uh, starring david spade david spade wearing a mullet wig <laughs> because 
<laughs> he was born without the top of his skull, so they put the wig on him and, and it, it fused to his skull. <laughs> didn't you ever? <laughs> didn't you ever think of just you know getting it changed? No, I, I never thought about that. <laughs> Literally, never thought about. It's cutting his also wig. just a highly quotable movie. It's a lot of oh, fun. Oh, it's, it's gonna make like we said in the first episode. We're gonna do a most quotable movie. It's that gonna be on there. We, yeah, it's just it's so much fun. <laughs> it's not a good movie in any way, shape, or form. No. But it's so there's just something special about it. Would I you will agree? I will stop anytime it's on, whatever channel it's on, whatever point it's at, I will stop and watch that movie. Hey, what's real three? <laughs> what's that? What's real three? What come on, kid. <laughs> Room number one? I'm number one. <laughs> Room number, number two? Crocs number two. two. Alright, All right. let's go. <laughs> what's rule three? What come on, kid. <laughs> well, so you don't know rule three? How about my face and your ass? I mean your ass and my face. What's up? What's up? <laughs> This year's Rocky. He ain't no puppy. Rocky, no. <laughs> Rocky! We had to go off at a tantrum. We were not having as much fun until now. <laughs> no, that was so fun. I was that we were we were being much more serious and like yeah. in depth with our picks. I knew I knew Joe Dirt would one. get you though. Joe Dirt, yeah. I it's mean it's so criminally underrated by Rocky. I had Tomatoes. no idea it was that low. Tell you what though, Joe Dirt 2 has a worse score. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> I have yet to see it, but I did see a screenshot of it. Dude, I want well, with the I sent Thug you, Life meme. I sent you some snaps of it when I was watching it in that hotel room. I watched maybe fifteen minutes of it. It is <laughs> awful. I can't believe that they did that. I know. Like, oh god, it didn't need a sequel. It had such a good wrap up. Yeah, and they went back to the mullet. Yes, even though he got his hair changed. Did they bring that up? I said 15 minutes, dude. <laughs> I couldn't get past the part where Brandy was giving birth. Oh. Yeah. It's bad. See, so yeah, that's my number one. <laughs> Joe Dirt. I, I had no idea it was that low. Had I known it was... I mean, I that's just assumed... Dad named you Dirt instead of Nana Maker. Not making any sense. <laughs> I had no idea. Okay. All right. So, two crossovers... Two of which I did not think would be. I thought MacGruber would be a crossover. Like I said, I didn't even think MacGruber because I was like, no, no, no. That movie's great. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally one of the funniest movies. It's so good. But, um, all right. So, moving forward to collab. Collab. All right. So, five spot. We have Atlantis and In Bruges. Now, we have Atlantis on both of our lists. Yes. Um. Now, do you think that Atlantis deserves a higher spot on the underrated? Or do I you do. think I think I like it at the three spot just because it is a very underrated movie. Okay. So we'll 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 pencil that in as a possible three spot. Okay. Okay. And then so now we have I'm good to get rid of in Bruges. To get rid of I, it is a very high it's rated. Underseen. Underseen, yeah, that's a much But I think it's because of that it's underrated through people. But I'm, I'm willing to get rid of it just based on that principle alone. That's a good point. Yeah, okay. But in that case, I mean, my number one might have to go if that's... That's fine, dude. We have the perfect number one. <laughs> that's true. But I mean, lucky number 11, 51%. Yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes. That's the weird part. That but is... then again, Rotten Tomatoes is more influenced by people than it is by critics. I guess. All right, well, in that case, so, I mean, number five would be between Click and Smoke and Aces. Or Click and, well, because you have Smoke and Aces at your number two spot. I have it at my number four spot. I can put it at four, though. You think Smoke and Aces is a good four spot? I think so. I think, because... I think Smoke and Aces definitely has to be on there. Yeah. Um, If only just for that Ryan Reynolds scene. That's why I'm saying four. Because the rest of the movie, I could give or take... Ryan Reynolds' last part is so good that it deserves to be on that list. All right, Smoke and Aces, number four. Get rid of this. So now we have... Did we pick something for the five spot? No, we did not. You know what? I think Click is a good five spot. Yeah. I think Click works well with this list. Um, because, like I was saying, if, if it wasn't billed as a comedy... Yeah, it'd be a great movie. It'd be if, just... it, if it was not billed as an Adam Sandler comedy, but... Yeah, you know, like you even look at like the DVD cover art. Yeah, it looks like a and it looks like just, fucking comedy. But it is so like it, it gives you feels. Like yeah. it, it pugs it. It pugs it. <laughs> it pugs you. It pugs you hard. <laughs> it pugs your uh, emotional. Hey, first string. word slip though. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
we we do not talk right. <laughs> you just you don't speak English good like what I do. <laughs> okay, so number five, click. Number five, click. I think that's a Beautiful. good spot. I can click. go with that. All right, so we have click number five. Smoke and Ace is number four. We have Atlantis teetering on three. Now, I think MacGruber and Airheads deserves a spot, personally. So, here's the, okay, how about we do that? Well, okay, so we have Smoke... Yeah, you're right. Because MacGruber, for sure. Yeah. 29, or no, not 29, 40, 47%, was it? Yeah, 47%. I mean, it's lower than Smoke and Aces. I mean, not Smoke and Aces, sorry. Lucky number 11. True. I'll agree with that. I think... But, that's hard. <laughs> Maybe Atlantis at the three spot. Well, it would be... Here's what the about thing. Joe Dirt's number one? Joe Dirt is number one. That, that I'm not. Is, I'm not arguing anything that is, else. No, I I can't believe I didn't even think about it. Okay, what if we did this? What if Airheads mm-hmm. goes five instead of click? Are you? Would that be something that you'd well, be let's, willing let's to put talk up about? Against, let's put them up against each other. Because that's actually that's actually a good combo. I mean, they're both Adam Sandler movies. Yes, they're both billed as comedies. Um, uh, Airheads is definitely an actual comedy, though. Yeah, Airheads. Well, that's what you're meant to do is... I mean, I would say that Click overall is a better movie. Yes. Airheads is a more underrated movie. True. Well, if we're going based off purely underrated facts, I would give it to Airheads then. But it's really hard to to bump Click from the list. Yeah. Click will be back. Click. Click will be back. Okay. So I, don't, you, I don't see another reason to bring Airheads up, unfortunately. Yeah, it's pretty much just an underrated movie. Maybe yeah. if we go down the line and run out of shit to do, we'll do like top Adam Sandler shit. Even then, Airheads might not even uh, make it in. That's going to be a tough one. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm good with losing Click, because Click will be back. Click. I can guarantee that. Yeah, if if we if Adam Sandler ever comes up again, Click's going to be in the in the talks. All right, so we have Airheads at number five. Smoke and Ace is number four. I think Atlantis is going gonna, is gonna to hold on to that three spot. I think so, too. I think it deserves it. I think... Yeah. I mean, it's one of those movies that we all saw as a kid. Yep. I think I I assume it's yeah. And the it's well know, animated, it's well done. The visuals are just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, once again, I'm just, you know, hard for Mark McNola. But I just I when I looked that up, I could not believe the ratings on it. It just made no sense to me. Yeah. It's like growing I mean, up and just loving that movie. It's too underrated. So yeah, I'll take it the 3 spot. And Two comes down to MacGruber. 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 It's all comes down to. Well, I mean, lucky number 11 is still in the running, but... I'm giving it to MacGruber, dude. I MacGruber is a much I more... Lo- I love lucky number 11, but goddamn if I'll watch MacGruber over... Oh, I will watch time. MacGruber any easy. day of the yep. week. MacGruber takes the two spot. <laughs> These are some shit movies, dude. <laughs> yeah, but they're underrated, aren't they? Hey... This isn't the good movie podcast. <laughs> All right, so recapping the list, it's written down. Yeah, we're we not ha- messing this up. We have physical physical copies now. <laughs> so number five, we have Airheads. Yes, I'm trying to think of a Chester quote. Ogilvy. There we go. Yeah. Uh, number four, Smoke and Aces. I, I, need, I need a medic. I need a medic. It's Ryan Reynolds. Just so you know. Oh. I'll believe you. <laughs> For some reason, that's the only quote that I can remember is when Ryan Reynolds is like in the the hotel and there's the sniper chick and she's just taking people out. Yeah. And everyone's being just blown to pieces and he's just tears in his eyes grabbing onto another cop and just going, I-, I need I need a medic. I need a medic. <laughs> Man, that scene's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good movie. Um, number three, Atlantis. Oh, no. Maybe... Uh... Open a flower shop. <laughs> you see, I made the bridge. It only took me like 10 seconds. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I like dirt. France, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, anyway. Number two, MacGruber. How many are we allowed? <laughs> Can Let's, we do the whole movie? Well, I mean, we got some time to kill. What are we at? 50 minutes? Yeah, we got yeah, some wait, time Okay, to we kill. got 10 minutes. Let's go. <clears throat> I like holes. <laughs> <laughs> you were wearing a bulletproof vest awesome 
they broke my, they broke my blow punt. I'm super bummed about it. <laughs> I peed my jeans. I peed them. <laughs> never ever say never ever. No, this time I can. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, I fucked my my dead wife's ghost. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> eh, wow, eh, wow. <laughs> yeah, fill me up, fill me up. No, don't, 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 don't talk. <laughs> Such a good movie. We'll just need a little distraction. <laughs> Would you tip him? Don't, don't give him a tip. McGruber would never tip. Get that tip back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tug! <laughs> oh, Tug! Oh, you guys okay? <laughs> I will let you fuck me. <laughs> Just point to something and I'll fuck it. What do you want me to fuck? God damn it, Mark. <laughs> All of these quotes out of context make this movie seem weird as fuck. It is a weird as fuck movie. <laughs> it is a weird as fuck movie. <laughs> really underrated scene in an underrated movie, though. When he finally decides to join the CIA... And he like kicks open the door and he takes his sunglasses off and like zooms in on his face. I'm in. And it just cuts and it's like the break room and there's a janitor. He's like, what? And he does the same thing into the right room. That's good. That's a good movie. All right. Anyway, coming in at number one. Number one, Joe, Joe Dirt. Dirt. Luckily, my neck broke my fall. <laughs> Heard that Buffalo Bob fella shoved a roller up your bunghole. What? <laughs> for some reason the number one thing i quote from that movie is when he's hopped up on <laughs> my papa, my papa, the three second scene <laughs> my papa, my papa. <laughs> it's, a, it's not even a quote like it's just incoherent there's a big old can of poopy <laughs> <laughs> now, <it's>, uh, uh. <laughs> dude you were eating off of it <laughs> so underrated i love it joe dirt i that's a fitting that's a fitting one spot for this list i would say i thought so too recap yeah for top five underrated movies we have at number five airheads number four smoke and aces number three atlantis number two mcgruber and coming in at number one joe dirt beautiful uh like we said like we said before you know um feel free to let us know your picks you know, we do have a, a Twitter account we now. We do have a Twitter account now. Um, it is at Two Guys Top 5. Two Guys Top 5, yeah. we No apostrophe S, just Two Guys Top 5. Two Guys Top 5. Uh, I'm on Twitter at TinkyBWinky. I am also on Twitter at Lucas Swanson. Uh, if you guys like my shitty voice and want to listen to some other stuff, I also have a podcast that I do with my good friend John Alvarez called Let's Make a Comic, where we take prompts from the internet and we create comic plots. Uh, that's going to start up pretty soon again, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah we Congrats. So. I don't have any other podcasts. We'll get, we'll get so. more. We'll make more. We'll make a podcast where we talk about our favorite gay porn scenes. <laughs> we'll rank those in a top five list. This is a shitty ending. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> You're we'll cutting this out, right? <laughs> All right, you know, sh- share it, spread it, follow Don't everybody. Spread it. <laughs> I'm trying to do something here, and all you do <laughs> is mock me. All you do is drag me down into the filth of the earth. I'm done. You're done. Are you what? done? You're on thin ice, Mister. <laughs> all right, fucking take care. Be good, people. <laughs> We'll see you next week. Wait, no. No, we haven't. We haven't done- <laughs> We're going to have to edit all of this out, you know. Okay. Fucking, hang on. We're, we're putting in the tuba music again because I'm going to pause it. We're gonna, we're gonna, I love that, by the way. Yeah, awesome. isn't it great? It's great. We're going to pause it. We're going to figure out what the fuck we're doing next week and we'll be right back. <laughs> All right.
right, after a brief deliberation, we have decided that next week's episode is going to go into the world of horror movies. We're going to go through and pick out our top five horror movies. Figured we'd start with more of a generalized idea and then maybe get more specific as we go. Yeah, later on we'll do more specific notions, but I think yeah. to start off generalizing it would be a Just good a idea. general horror. Um, is there anything that we should go into where it's not going to include specific genres or will just every genre counts? You're or... welcome to it. I mean, what do you think of Uh, You know, like part of me, basically what I was thinking of when I thought of, you know, doing a horror list the movie get out comes to mind but mm -hmm. i almost don't consider that a horror more of a suspense yeah true so yeah i think i mean there's so many subsets of horror right that's the thing but i guess if you if you feel like it's you have a hard time watching it and you get the feeling of fear while watching it it would it would be considered so i guess suspense if as long as it falls under those categories for you okay then, you know I think that works for me. All right. Tune in next week, and we will do our top five horror movies. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm Lucas Swanson. And I am Brandon Winkman. All right. Have a good one. Bye, guys. <laughs>